Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Maya Pearson, running for the Metropolitan, Madison Metropolitan School Board, Seat 6. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement outlining the educational, vocational, and civic experience that qualifies you for this office, and tell us why you're running for the Madison Metropolitan School Board. Thank you. And I'd like to thank the, the League of Women Voters for having this opportunity. Um, I am a third generation Madisonian. I am a black woman who went to Franklin Randall, um, and then I went to Wright and also West. So I've been a student here in Madison. Um, I've learned, um, I've earned my bachelor's degree in international relations with the focus of uh, cultures in the age of globalization. Um, and I also serve on many boards, um, and I serve the community in many ways, um, including uh, the, South, uh, the South Metropolitan Planning Committee, um, as well as I was a co-founder of South Madison Unite. Okay, what are two issues and challenges the board will address in the next year, and what skills will you bring to the table as the board deliberates them? So I believe the, the two that stand out are obviously the, the hiring of the superintendent. And so bringing in the superintendent with uh, the strongest skills and the best skill set to be able to um, help Madison schools go to that next level. And um, I believe the second one is um, safety. Um, I believe that with my skill set in community organizing um, and being able to um, work with the community to bring in um, <laughs> shared ideas um, amongst each other um, and being able to leverage the social capital. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I think that I can, I can definitely bring some skills to the board. What are you looking for in a new superintendent? So I think the most important thing for me personally is, and for my community, is um, bringing new ideas that will um, address like the achievement gap and opportunity gap. Um, those things we definitely need to visit. Um, and find innovative ways to be able to address that, um, but also be able to um, bring the community together and bring them also to the table. Um, so I think that that's very important. I also think that it's important to have a superintendent who can address the safety, um, not just for students, but also for teachers, um, and also um, be able to expand the conversation of safety beyond law enforcement in schools and really have those conversations about how do we make teachers and students feel safe within their school without them. Given the timing of the referenda, you will have to start the school year with a budget that assumes that the operating referendum will not pass. In constructing that budget, which requires five to eight million dollars in cuts, what will you cut and what will you protect? So I'll start with 
what I feel as though we need to protect because that's the most important. I think that we need to protect teachers' wages um, and protect um, the student, um, the budgets for um, expanding programs and, standing, and expanding staff um, for the students. Um, as far as cuts, I believe that we can definitely cut the administrative costs. Um, so yeah, that's what I think that we can definitely be able to do. The achievement gap between white students and students of color mm -hmm. is a problem for Madison Metropolitan School District mm -hmm. has struggled with for a long time. Mm -hmm. What do you envision as your role in helping the district address that gap? So I believe, again, that I can um, leverage my community organizing um, and bringing the parents of students, bringing the community um, into um, and finding innovative ways and rebuilding um, sustainable working relationships with teachers and parents. Um, currently, as a parent myself, I definitely focus on making sure that my relationship with teachers are great um, to make sure that with that, then I can make sure my children have what they have or need to succeed. How would you rate the job the district is doing in creating a respectful environment for all students and staff and dealing with the issue of racial slurs? What would you recommend to improve the situation? I would rate on a scale. However? I think that the, the, the district definitely has done um, well in some responses, but I believe that it, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, I think that um, we need to figure out ways in which we can um, bring cultural competency, um, not just to schools, but um, also help the teachers understand um, their own, like each teacher understand their own culture and how it affects um, students and then as well as have students also reflect on how their culture also um, plays in the larger scheme of school um, and education. Um, I think that we definitely need to expand beyond just having um, workshops and actually figuring out ways in which we can have teachers input, students input, parents and community input on what it means to be black or what it means to be um, a person of color and really finding ways to make sure that when we are creating policies um, for that or for racial slurs um, that we incorporate um, we incorporate those ideas into that. Curricular issues appear to be high on the board's agenda in the next year. What concerns and priorities do you bring to these issues? So my concern currently is um, the behavioral education plan. Um, as my son, he is on a IEP, but also has been a, has been identified as advanced learning or as for as advanced learner. Um, I find that my situation or what I've been working with with my son is not something that is isolated. Um, it's, it's across the district. Um, so I think that that is one of my concerns is how do we um, have a behavioral education plan that fits most of the students or fit all the students. 
Um, I also think that with that, we focus so much time um, and so much, or teachers actually focus so much time and energy having to enact those behavior, behavior education plan. Um, so finding ways in which um, we can include um, social workers and other staff to assist with that. So that's my concern for that. Um, my hopes are that we definitely look into expanding all-day all day four-year-old kindergarten. Um, I think that that's really important because learning starts when the child is young um, and their ideas of school and their ideas of their, academic, their own academic success start early. Um, and so being able to capture children when they're that young is very important. How do you establish and maintain communication with multiple constituencies, mm -hmm. including students, parents, teachers, administrators, and the taxpayers who are not part of these other groups, but to whom we must answer? Of course. So I think for me, um, for my community organizing, I think the, the biggest thing is listening. So listening is the most important piece um, to establishing those relationships. Um, and I think for me, I am able, I've, I've learned how to um, be in communion with a lot of different people. Um, I'm constantly learning about people. I constantly want to learn about people. And um, I think that me as a board member, I would be able to do that. Um, currently what I'm working on is um, I've talked to some of my friends who are teachers. I've talked to other um, special, ed or special ed teachers. I've talked to a, a group of teachers where I'm putting together a committee where I can actually have honest conversations with those teachers without necessarily having, you know, everyone present and having forms and things like that, but having those one-on-one -on -one conversations of exactly what is it that you need, um, me as a board member, if I'm elected, to um, be able to advocate for you. Um, also, being able to connect with just a large Madison and making sure that all the students have input, that um, people who, you know, property taxes, they may not have children, but the property taxes are impacted. Um, having those conversations of what they feel as though those property taxes should um, or how it should be used in the schools to make sure that they themselves feel good that the money that they're putting out um, definitely has some kind of impact for all the children in Madison. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? <clears throat> I would like to say that um, although I'm not a teacher um, and although I don't have necessarily um, the, that I don't necessarily have like the accolades to, you know, as far as the school in itself um, and having the connection constantly, I'm a parent and I definitely am willing to um, and definitely want to be able to advocate um, for our community and for other parents like me. Um, and I think that I can definitely bring that to the board. Um, I also really, I truly care about all children. And you know, the success for my children, obviously everyone wants that. Um, I want the same that everyone else wants for their kids. Um, and I want to be able to bring my experiences um, to Madison, to the full Madison, um, and be able to advocate for all of 
all the children, parents, teachers, uncles, aunts, grandparents, everyone. So, okay. I want to thank Maya Pearson for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking time to know your candidates. Please vote in the February 18th spring primary election and in every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.